welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a podcast series focused on Intel Select Solutions, a suite of verified solution configurations that can help IT teams meet the demanding needs of a growing infrastructure. Here's your host, Jake Smith. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be. This is Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies, and I am really honored to be joined today by Brock Taylor, Director of HPC Solutions Engineering at Intel. Welcome to the show, Brock. Hey, Jake. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So, Brock, you know, we're a pretty technical show. We really target talking about technical solutions that are defining next-generation workloads in the marketplace. And I know, because we work together almost every week, that you're working on select solutions for a high-performance computing portfolio. Can you talk about that? You know, supercomputing is right around the corner, and it's always one of the biggest events in the world. Can you talk a little bit about your role and the select solutions that you're working on in our HPC portfolio? Yeah, definitely. So I lead HPC solutions development efforts specifically around clustered solutions. And essentially, we build and validate full end-to-end solutions that are really meant so that we can figure out how to best integrate brand new technologies from Intel, pass that along in terms of best practices to our partners, and make sure that we're actually providing targeted solutions to our customers So that really their focus is realizing the innovation and insights they get from HPC and artificial intelligence. And we've actually done this for quite a while. We've got a deep history working across the ecosystem. My role started a good 10, almost 15 years ago. The application space, a lot of the commercial application vendors in high-performance computing came to Intel, asked for help with what was a growing divergence in the way solutions looked to the application layer. It's where you have a lot of homegrown ecosystems that, that build and maintain systems. But the problem is that the ISVs had to validate against what was basically a, a very broad moving target, and they were really struggling. So they came to us and asked, what could we do? And we looked at a lot of the practices. We worked with a lot of our partners that built and sold clusters Intel architecture, we looked at the dependencies that the applications needed and started to formulate the basis for what has become the Intel HPC platform specification. And and that allows uh, the vendors who are building solutions to provide a fairly consistent interface to the application layer. It allows the application vendors to actually target that interface and really dramatically produced an environment that allowed more mixing and matching of applications to solutions and got people out of the gate faster. As Intel continues to add innovation in our hardware, and we continue to add innovation in our software development tools that help take advantage of that hardware, we wanted to piece it together better. But we don't want to make every single user learn everything there is about the systems themselves. So out of that grows more elements of select these different Intel components, follow the Intel HPC platform specification. And when you put it together into a solution, you actually get something that is very targeted for a broad range of commercial HPC applications, as well as a lot of the community applications that are built specifically to run on Intel architecture. And again, as you're using Intel software tools to develop those applications, you're realizing more and more of the optimizations that Intel provides. So it really provides this holistic way to combine and produce solutions. And today that is the basis 
of a family of solutions, but the base solution called Intel Select Solutions for simulation modeling and provides that connection to very common used applications. So then we, we realized that there are other areas of high-performance computing that we can actually go in and adopt this same approach, and it became very straightforward that we could actually layer capabilities on top of the base simulation modeling solution and expand that into other high-performance computing verticals. And we did that in two different areas. One is actually adding visualization capabilities where you could actually go in and do visualization across a cluster on Xeon architecture, on Intel architecture, and really speed up and even do in-situ visualization of workloads that you're simulating. And we also did it in genomics, which is a really fascinating space in personalized medicine and predictive medicine. Uh, genomics is growing in leaps and bounds and is obviously impacting everybody as it really provides an interesting and fascinating look into our own health and what we're going to go through in our lives and how we treat certain diseases and things. And we're able to actually layer genetics and data analytics on top of the existing HPC base and produce a solution that is now capable of both the base simulation and modeling applications, as well as these new and emerging genomics workloads that are impacting us on a daily basis. And of course, now we also have the rapid rise of artificial intelligence. And we look at the same model as we have what's really a different type of HPC workload, you know, very computationally intensive, uh, just different types of computations. But the two ecosystems that are involved, the traditional HPC space and the artificial intelligence space, are users that are used to different tools. And that includes some of the system software. So while the hardware underneath applies in both cases, the system software stack and the interfaces have been different. So we came up with a multi-domain resource management layer that allows both traditional HPC workloads and artificial intelligence workloads through a lot of the frameworks to actually use and run on the same system. And that's the converged HPC and AI architecture. How are these solutions being adopted? I don't want to give out the numbers because it's confidential, but let's talk about some of the customers who have adopted these solutions that have said, hey, you know, we adopted these solutions. This really changed the trajectory of how fast I could get to answers through the use of HPC technologies when I'm trying to go out and test these different genomics and simulation and modeling capabilities. Because of the amount of rigor that's applied to getting the Select Solutions brand, Someone who is selling that solution has had to go through a number of steps to prove that the system meets a certain level of quality, it meets a certain level of performance, and it is known easily deployed, right? It has a known path to actually deploy that system. And what that means is you can go from having something where you're putting together all the parts on site without a good roadmap to being able to do it potentially depending on system size in hours, and it literally can be the difference of hours to weeks or longer. You know, in some ways, you could think of it like known blueprints that you go and follow. And as you're building houses, for instance, a lot of developers have certain blueprints for certain houses. And while houses in the neighborhood won't be exactly the same, they have a lot of common functionality, and they're able to build them quickly and build them with quality. And that's kind of a similar principle here. The vendors who have achieved a brand know exactly what their leeway is to make changes and customize it, but those customizations are not 
impacting the ability to deploy that system quickly and start using it because the application compatibility in addition to all of that is already proven. And so your time to return on investment is much, much faster. So let's talk a little bit about why we invested in these solutions, why you've been leading this, and why it's so important with supercomputing right around the corner. Part of my roles in the past at Intel have been an administrator of clusters. If you've ever done that, a lot of support calls that you get start with, my application is broken. My application is not running correctly. And you start to dig in and find it's usually not an application problem. It's a problem with the way the system was configured, potentially the way the system was built, and in some cases, some element of the system that has failed in some way. But from a user standpoint, they just see it as the application has failed. So by going this route of producing some more standard approach, uh, by capturing a lot of the industry standards, by capturing best practices for Intel-based systems, and putting in this structure, and even providing some tooling to help vendors and help users actually build and maintain their systems, we increase the stability of the system, we increase the application compatibility of the system, we increase the overall usability and experience of using the system for the users. And then when you go further, what Select does is actually come in and say, we've done more research on the particular area you're in, and we've found that this mix of components provides a good deal of value or better than what you might have if you just went out and selected components that functionally work. And so we go in and look at what are the different elements of processors that you could select, which Xeon is good as the baseline for what you need for HPC, what kind of fabric do you need for HPC and for your workloads, what kind of storage, how much memory, how do you configure each of the servers. So we went through and we looked for things like that. And while we don't specify you must have this exact configuration, we give a minimum bar. We say you need to have this or better. So we give flexibilities. You can still change solutions but you really introduce a lot of stability and a lot of value by making it a more holistic system and identifying minimum criteria. What are some of the things that you found along this journey as we built out these select solutions for HPC that were surprising, things that surprised both you and I as we developed these solutions and some of the feedback that we've been getting from our partners and customers who use these solutions every day? I was actually surprised at the numbers of adoption in the first year that we introduced it. It was much higher than I expected, to be honest. I think as I've talked to some of our partners, they really do appreciate the ability to work with Intel and the ability that they get to add their own value on top of Intel as well. And it really is a force multiplier effect. And I think that shows in through the years having vendors come back to us and tell us that by adopting the methodologies, they've actually improved their business. We see more and more that a lot of partners' business has grown through the years. And I think what's surprising is occasionally I'll see a new vendor that has adopted and is selling the solution, and it's not a vendor I know. And that's very pleasing to actually see that the adoption is scaling beyond some of the partners that I'm personally more familiar with dealing with and have dealt with through the years. So that's very encouraging and interesting to see. I think we've also, through engagements with some partners, we see this element of stability and we've seen other things that really provide them value. And then the last thing that 
has been somewhat of a more recent effort by Intel, but it's taking a lot of these common community codes that aren't necessarily built to run on the architecture. They have many different options to build, and again, they're built from source, so you don't know how someone is individually going to build an application. But a lot of the common build paths now, we're seeing that same interoperability on our existing solution. And that, again, it provides a lot of leeway for people to go out, get one of these targeted solutions, and know you're really hitting the breadth of HPC. And I think that growth is really fascinating because for me, it's about turning on a number of people that have not been able to get into HPC because it's been too hard in the past. By removing some, it's not removing, it's more abstracting that complexity from them by providing them solutions that they can go out and get. They're able to get into HPC and do it for things they haven't been able to do before. And it's not what do we know is going to happen with more people in HPC. It's what we don't know is going to happen with more people in HPC that I think is most exciting. Well, it's very exciting to me as well, and I know our listeners are really impressed by the work that you and the team have done here, Brock. Where can our listeners find out more online before we sign off this morning? But definitely going to intel.com slash HPC. That is a good starting point that tells you a lot about what Intel is doing across the space, things like Exascale and our top 500 efforts. You can also go to intel.com slash select solutions and learn about the entire select solutions program, which is also very broad across all data center solutions. So it's not just HPC, but within both of those sites, you'll find references to our high performance computing and AI efforts. Well, thank you so much, Brock, for joining us and good luck at Supercomputing 2019. On behalf of Brock Taylor, Director of HPC Solutions Engineering, this has been Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies. Wherever you may be listening to this in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. 